Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. Yeah, everybody freeze, put your hands up We ain't about to take it easy, I hope your cake's up London with the beach, yeah, we go so in Got a girl with a friend, yeah, we both win Hotel chillin', yeah, she's the sweet Got the pain and the koozie up in the suite Taking pics with the side chick, oof, delete I bet she wondering how I keep it all so neat Yeah, back in the days, 14 years Going up, London town, yes, no fears Went on a vacay, yes, it was a teaser Later found out she was going to a visa Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pump Heads I'm here with friend of the pod, Fellow podcaster, I'm sure you've heard him and seen him everywhere. I'm so glad to have him back. It's Ira Madison III. Hi. <laughs> so much has happened since I believe the last time we podcasted. We're like in a fully different Vanderpump landscape. Truly. I mean, a true di- different world landscape, right? Mm-hmm. We're different world, different world of the show. And... It feels good to be back. It feels good to have you back. But I'm also just curious on what your like overall thoughts are this season. Like, how are you feeling about things? Are you I, missing anyone? So I'm not. I'm not missing anyone per se. You know, mm-hmm. I truly thought that like Jax needed to go. Everyone yeah. was. Everyone was sick of Jax. Uh, I have like never loved recently like Stassi and Kristen and like I thought Kristen had exhausted herself maybe you're missing some of the drama from like Stassi but only because it feels like there used to be like alliances on the show that are sort of gone now and it's it's sort of like Lala on her own island it's Lala I think picking up the torch where Stassi left off and it's like the Olympics like when they pass the torch to different athletes so she's running with it and doing about as good of a job maybe a little bit worse than Stassi does because a little bit worse (laughs) a little bit worse there's still that level of like hypocrisy that always undermines like anything that Lala Mm. or Stassi do when they try and like call anyone out and then Mm. She also just like runs away from conversation. So then you mm-hmm. have no closure about it. So that rings is very like Stassi-esque to me. Yes. I will say that like the difference is they met on this show, you know, and mm-hmm. like Lala spent like the past few years like sort of aligning herself with like the Stassi crew. And now that they're gone, 
she doesn't have that backup. And I will say that like they had a relationship with Stassi prior to even starting Vanderpump Rules. So even when she was being awful, there was still sort of that sense of like loyalty they all still had to her as a friend, you know? Yeah. And with Lala, mm-hmm. they're just sort of like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. It is very much like, I wish that Lala would just like get a clue and go back to like her original self. She was a bad bitch on the show. She was so much fun. And now she's trying to be half like calling people out, half heroin. And it's just really not a good look for her. I liked her when she was like the female version of James, you know? Um, yeah, that was the best. I liked her, you know, like just saying really inappropriate things, getting topless in front of everyone's man and yeah. making all the women like quake in their boots. <laughs> like that was Lala Kent, the feminist icon I know yes. and loved. Yes. Um, <laughs> and now she's just sort of, I don't know. She's not my, she's not my vibe. Not my vibe at all. Yeah. She's not like connected to her own reality i don't think if i could say she's sort of she's sort of erica jane-esque in the sense that like i feel like there's so much about lala's life that we don't see and even to case in point like she's finally actually split from randall for real right and of course the split has happened after this season was filmed so clearly there were problems before, but we weren't getting that. And like she's made sure it happened between seasons. So will we even address it next season? I know I'm interested to see what single Lala is like or if like how quickly she'll get another man. If there's going to be like custody battle drama with them. And to your point, TBD, how that will even play out on screen. Because she yeah. also, very Erica Jane of her to, and we'll get there at the end of the episode where she's like, what we're not going to do is talk about my fiance who's a stand-up man. Like, <laughs> and I was like, wait, but we are because we're on yeah. Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> also, Google Randall. He's literally yeah, not. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Randall has like a crippling gambling issue. <laughs> and that's just like one of many things that are red flags. Um. But okay, so let's just like jump into this episode because there's a lot to cover. It was actually like a very juicy Vanderpump esque mm-hmm. vibe. Beginning with Lala, who I kind of believe just has a baby nurse deal with her daughter 24 7. Like, Truly. I like to live in that reality. Yeah, because <laughs> like <laughs> she feels it's like. And I think I would feel really trolled by having like a newborn being like, what do I do with this thing? Mm -hmm. But she seems especially like over having a newborn around. What she talked about, I just take the baby and put like (laughs) the baby's eyes in the sun. So (laughs) they're sure going to sleep. Who does that? (laughs) I don't know. I was like, seems like child abuse to me, but I guess I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Must not be since you're saying it on camera. The baby's staying awake, uh, as just like Randall, as if as if they're missing something. You're not go to bed. I don't think the baby's awake because they think they're missing anything. <laughs> I think it's just a baby who like <laughs> doesn't want to go to sleep. I like her like viewing it through the eyes of 
her baby has taken on all of Randall's personality traits. Yes. I was like, get this baby nurse back in here. Uh, and what would the baby <laughs> look like? What would the baby look like if they take it on Lala's personality trait? You know, well, it got her arched eyebrow, remember? That's true. That's true. The arched eyebrow. <laughs> I love, I... like, the <laughs> justice for Botox rumors. Now we can put those to rest. <laughs> <laughs> so Katie is also really now fired up about this Brock situation. And she's back to her, like, managerial Bob and a disgusting cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> like, talking Schwartz's ear off. Where do you stand on, like, the Brock of it all? I think it's hard because I could understand that there are two sides to a situation. Uh, and we don't really know the whole truth of the Brock situation. We only know what they've told us, you know? But also... It is just a bit more precarious because, like, it's it's not as Sheena said, it's not it's not a boyfriend, you know. Like, um, she truly has had a baby with this man, you know. <laughs> so, um, I would err on the side of like trying to like get more details and sort of like um, be a helpful friend rather than you know like continuing to press at dinner. Um, Restraining order. You don't see your kids, which which isn't really helpful. Because and also, that feels weirdly moralistic to me. Just in a sense of like, and I listen. I'm coming from someone who's like own father. Like you know, like I don't have a relationship with since I was a kid. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and I would love if people dragged him at a dinner. You know, for not <laughs> seeing his that kids. His but <laughs> there are plenty of. There are plenty of reasons relationships fall apart and why some people can't see their kids and, like, custody things. And I just think that, like, they're they're making it a bit more black and white than I would assume that it is. Yeah, totally. And I'm with you on – I don't see what good it does to continually harp on the same things over and over. Like, Sheena can't unhave a baby with him and he is yes. now a full <laughs> part of her life forever. So, right. like – it like yeah you're gonna have to just move on and accept that this thing happened and right. then like no one knows what there. they want because they keep like harping on it in the sense of like they want him to leave her uh and her to be away from him but then on the flip side they say we're just worried about you because you had a baby with this man you know and you're stuck with him but i'm like which is it yeah i thought the same thing because i was like do when Lala keeps going, like, you haven't seen your kids in four years, like, blah, blah, blah. Does she want him to be like, yeah, and I'm fucking proud of it. Like, <laughs> what, like what are you looking for here? <laughs> and do you want him to leave Sheena? Like, like, what do you want? I think they do want him to leave Sheena. I feel like no one on this show, like, aside from maybe Ariana, roots for Sheena's true happiness. I do. I've rooted for her since season one. Same. Our queen. I think she is a queen. She's carried this show on her back. And I also think that <sighs> when the drama gets like when there's not much to mine from Sheena and whoever's in her orbit have to then carry. They have the cross to bear of being like, OK, now we're going to be like the scapegoat. The way she made stone soup last season milking a storyline out of those like the i can't even remember those newbies names it's like fake storyline like shooting videos with them wanting to sleep with them being a <laughs> cougar it was so embarrassing to her but she came to work every day she did every She's a day fucking professional woman 
She'll do whatever it takes. (laughs) And she's giving you, like, housewives-level commitment. I mean, this woman has been on the show for, what, nine years now? And Mm -hmm. she's given us divorces, engagements. (laughs) She's been, she entered as the other woman. Like, lest we forget that. Like, she is MVP. And I won't have Lala or anyone disparaging her. Like, let her. Mm. And also, it's like... We all know Sheena by now. Like, this is kind of her, what she does. Like, she gets Mm -hmm. in a relationship, ignores all the signs, and, like, presses onward. So I think you just kind of have to work within those boundaries knowing who you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And hope it's a person who, like, is going to, like, is also a person who's, like, looking for someone to cling to, you know? Yeah. And it seems like Brock is that person. He's, like, committed in a way that many of her other men haven't. I think, like, maybe Shay is the only other person who had, because he's, like, signed on to the show. He's, like, cast member. You know, he's really going for it. I mm-hmm. think that she, I think the show ultimately broke Shay. It but did. I he think had no idea he what was he was a, getting into. Yeah. If they hadn't been on the show, they probably would have lasted. Or maybe they wouldn't. But I think that he was fully committed to trying to make it work. But he just could not handle being on a reality TV show. No, all. it's not for the faint of heart. I'm <laughs> shocked at how much Brock is like seemingly being very transparent about his whole situation. Like yes. I feel like a lot not of even times, hiding. <laughs> I know there's usually like obfuscation or really beating around the bush. But uh, he's just like, yeah. yeah, I slapped my ex. And <laughs> it's kind of right. It's making me think if this were like. If this were like Beverly Hills or like, you know, like a more, even a thing like a like a Potomac or something or Salt Lake City, the drama would be like someone on the cast would know and they would have to bring it up on camera they, to someone else. They'd be like, well, I've heard that Brock has a restraining order, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But he is fully discussing it out in the open. <laughs> no, and the so, whole season would be about whether it's true or not if he yeah. has a restraining order. And then you might find out at like number three episode of the reunion that like he did, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And you still wouldn't know the whole story. But like he's doing all the legwork to like get things out there. And I can't tell if I'm like, I don't know if that's like a tactic. To try and like win trust back, or if it's just—it seems like, like it's a move. It seems very PR oriented. Mm-hmm. Like it's out there. Let's talk about it. And I like that Sheena's always watching on the side, being like, as he talks about like everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're vlogging. Sheena's become the queen of YouTube. She and Brock are baking pies. And... I cracked <laughs> up at Raquel saying, "Uh." It seems like there's more going on in Sheena's life than she tells us in her vlog. Perceptive queen. Uh, also, I'm imagining that like Raquel actually watches Sheena's blog, which is very sad to me. I think she does. It's a great way to like keep up with Sheena. Yeah. And <laughs> I love James going like, you know, Brock was really young when that happened. When he had babies, he was probably a lot younger than he is now. And like... <laughs> It's moments like that that I'm like, Raquel and James met for each other? Yes, they're both so stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, okay. Did you notice that Brock has four fingers on one hand? No. 
he has I'm here to tell you right now I didn't know that notice this until last night and I saw one hand has four fingers which finger is he missing it seems like maybe the pointer finger okay but it's that like, makes sense why I wouldn't have noticed because like if yeah, it was a no, thumb, it's like so, you notice. No, it's completely like under the radar. But then I saw it and I was like, oh, my God, incredible. <laughs> we stand a four-fingered king. <laughs> okay. Okay. Brock has a lot going on. There's a lot going on and I feel like we're just scratching the surface and I look forward to getting to know more. Because I do weirdly want to give him the benefit of the doubt in this situation. But... I also just have a chip on my shoulder against Lala, so I'm here to be like anti She's everything so she says and does. This yeah, more so than usual. Mm-hmm. It it is just really moralistic, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. She and she calls him domestic violence charges when she talks. To And then Sheena sidebars with Brock and she is unfortunately you have some explaining to do about his charges and like the drama mm-hmm. surrounding them. And I just wrote, God, it's a modern day. I love Lucy with these two. <laughs> <laughs> Are you excited for Schwartz and Sandy's? Sure. I mean, I like Tom Tom. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. I still think the ty- I still think the name is dumb, but whatever. I'm coming around on them. the name. Yeah, I'm like fine with it. I'm now more concerned about just like Sandoval executing his vision for this space. Mm. Yeah, it's it ambitious, seems- and I'm also like, has the garden area in Tom Tom even opened yet? It has. It opened right oh, it has. before okay. COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I need to get back. It was really cursed timing. I also love mm-hmm. Lisa like celebrating the reopening of Tom Tom like in this episode because she closed it so fast. Like when COVID she truly happened. did. She was closed like, "Oh, it so it's fast. done." And then like even the employees didn't know that it was gonna close like, <laughs> when it closed. So her being like, "Finally," she kept the restaurants closed far longer than anything else in West Hollywood. They were the last restaurants to open. And believe me, I was checking all the time to see if Tom Tom was back open. Even just for takeout, I would have done like a grab and go Buffalo cauliflower wing and like a pink. I wanted to support the the girls. I love Sandoval and Schwartz. And I was like, yeah, it was just closed. And I love her. This is jumping ahead a bit, but I love her. Talking about, like, you know, like, maybe giving them a bit more money from, like, their investment in Tom Tom. I'm like, oh, it seems like you're just giving them what they should be making in the first place as yeah. the faces of this bar. A bar named <laughs> after them that yeah. they get, like, whatever that percentage was they said initially on the show. I was always like, this seems low. It was very fishy and seems like if she was even going to give back the money, she's just giving back what they invested yeah. and not really like what. And I'm sure that she was thinking, yeah, I don't know. I'm still very curious about like how that business deal shook out. Yeah. Especially knowing everything we know about Lisa Vanderpump. I still can't really get over the fact that like she's so weird on this show because it used to be. It seemed like she was doing PR for when she was being shady and like manipulating things on Beverly Hills, right? And now mm-hmm. she's not doing that anymore. So now she's just this 
woman who's weirdly involved in like the lives of her staff. Yeah. And like not in a really boss way, but now presenting herself more as an equal in a lot of situations. Yeah, like a friend, like yeah. a family member. It's it's I don't get it. It's beneath her, but then also is yes. it? Is it? Because she's constantly tweeting ominously about everyone, um, you know, so I don't know. I love Greg, the, like, partner of the Toms in this new endeavor when he tells them to write a mission statement of, like, what they want this bar to be. I was just, like, flashing back to their failed attempt to be, like the ambassadors of Vanderpump was it Vanderpump Rosé or Vanderpump Wines yeah yes. they were really the, the the bad ambassadors i always think about wit when they had those high hopes that like um that um dry ice cocktail that never happened at Tom the shot the frozen shot machine yes that was a really good idea, and I truly thought that that was a, going to be a thing. Like, they built the area where that yeah. machine was supposed to go. And then it's not there. I know. That was a real huge fuck-up on Lisa's part. Mm. The one thing I'll say about Schwartz and Sandy's is that it mm-hmm. will probably look better. Because every Vanderpump place looks like a like um Batman villain's lair. Yeah. It's very, like, <laughs> Disneyland. There's a lot of... Things there's a lot of like furniture and like trinkets and tchotchkes in there that don't need to be there. Like there's so many clocks inside Tom Tom. So many clocks and and gears and trinkets <laughs> galore. Like fe- there are feathers in there, like hanging off of light fixtures. It's it's unseemly, and I don't and I think it's unsanitary as well because I just don't see how you can like dust off every surface. <laughs> I'm with you on that until Sandoval said we're doing a booth in a starry night theme. And I was Mm. worried that he was talking about like Van Gogh's starry night. And I was like, please don't do that. Yeah, I don't want that. I was talking about Van Gogh the other night because, you know, there's like this Van Gogh exhibit in L.A. Yeah, I'm haunted by Amoeba. Mm hmm. Apparently, it's so expensive, and I also just don't know when in society, like, we decided to care that much about Van Gogh. It's, like, not only in L.A., it's everywhere. It's like He I lost think an it... ear. I get it. <laughs> he painted, and the paintings were, like, fine. I mean, I get targeted Instagram things to, like, go there and constantly being bombarded. And then I think some people have gone there and been, like, I actually really liked it. And so now I'm probably 50-50 maybe i'll go there maybe i won't where at first i was I think like they're recreations though i think it's like they just but, project it on the wall yeah because like it's it's all in public domain now mm-hmm. so that's why we're being besieged with van gogh and i my first thought was like oh sandoval went to that van gogh exhibit and now he's gonna <laughs> starry night in the booth <laughs> <laughs> He watched Midnight in Paris. <laughs> he did. And now he's going to do some like Van Gogh, James Terrell like, <laughs> mashup. I'm like, we've got to reel this in. <laughs> um, poor Raquel got a botched nose job. And I really hate that for her. She can't win. Uh, I, love their, I love their plot line of like... <laughs> We don't want people to think James hit me. <laughs> Headbutt me. 
I love him being like, don't tell anyone that that happened, which makes it worse on camera. If you say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, just don't say anything, James. Also, we know you two. Like, just say it happened during sex or something and move on. Yeah, it's fine. It's an accident. Like, I was surprised that Raquel went boxing because I was like, you yes. probably should not be doing that if you have, like, a recently healing nose job that you have to do, like, exercises on to get to, like, poke the cartilage back in place. I mean, it reminded me of, like, um, Alexis Bellino on Housewives of OC. Like, there was an entire season where, like, her doctor kept telling her, don't do anything because you just got a nose job. And she kept doing things like going camping and no. other activities. It's like, Raquel, stop it. Don't do anything. You're supposed to be like so <laughs> careful post nose job. Remember, mm. and it reminds me of Jax when he would get nose jobs yes! and like run into glass wa- like windows and stuff. But that's why was it, I felt like he was getting a nose job every season. He was. I think it was like because of a crippling cocaine addiction, but then also yes. <laughs> like it was both for vanity and for his deviated septum, but he could yes. not. I think he was also probably paying good money and finding good doctors, but he just kept botching his own nose job. I mean, and that's why his face started to go. Because at what point can like your body withstand like new facial work every year? You got to rest. It can't, especially with the nose. The nose is not like regenerative bone material. It's, it's like cartilage. You have so much cartilage <laughs> before things start to collapse. <laughs> I also am hoping, I'm just, I'm sad for Raquel, honestly, because I didn't even realize that she'd gotten a nose job. And then like, I was yeah. thinking to myself, I knew that she'd gotten like work done between when she first came on the show and now, mm-hmm. but I was like, I hope that she chills on that because she is just naturally beautiful to begin with she's so gorgeous there's really not a lot of need there those bambi eyes she's beautiful i know the stunner um max and james seem to have resolved all their drama just off camera off camera i'm actually so mad because that was riveting that was riveting. It was my best part of the premiere. I also still have never been. I've lived here for 10 years. I've never been to Dantana's. And it made me want to go to Dantana's. You've got to go. I mean, the best case scenario is you go to Dantana's and see Max and James get in a fight there. Otherwise, yes. it's like, I feel like it's even lost the, like, George Clooney-esque clientele. Clearly, yeah. because now it is just the sight just of Vander like Vanderpump Rules cast members throwing down. Amal is not going to Dantana's, no. okay? And who's, she said? <laughs> I think not. George, George, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, it makes sense that it happened off camera because the weirdest thing about that fight was that like it was this big blow up, but it happened right before filming. Yeah, and then it was like moderated like in a post-mortem text rundown by Lisa. And then yes. kind of... The the aggression continued in front of her, and I like that Max went from like, "I don't want you in, sir," to being like, "It's fine, I guess we like what whatever." And Lisa's like, "You do want him there?" And I'm <laughs> excited to see where this goes. Who knew? Maybe that Oculus that James got Max really turned things around after all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted me undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with me undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at me undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com/sexy. That's meundies.com/sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. 
Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. You know, I lo- I do love James, and it was a fun little runner for a bit, I guess. Yeah, he... Now I feel like they're going to shift focus on his anger issues, and Raquel yes. suggests that James might want to go to AA, and he says, I'm a creative person, and my job is in nightlife. Like, I'm not going to drink. I have to smoke weed. And so seems like he's committed to his Cali sober lifestyle. Yes, very Demi Lovato. Um, you know, I get it. But um, yeah, he the, the weed seems like it would mellow him out, but maybe he needs to switch <laughs> up his strain. Yeah, maybe he's on like too heady of a sativa and needs to <laughs> <laughs> like he's not acting like a person who smokes indica. No. <laughs> Like in his confessional, he goes, well, I'm high right now. Couldn't you tell? No. And like smiles when I was like, king shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lisa and Ken meet with the Toms and Lisa walks into Tom Tom wearing a huge mask with sir on it and pink crystals. (laughs) Visit my restaurant. (laughs) I need, I need that mask, I think. Yeah, Ken's point on the show is even weirded out too. I just, I just, I've always, I'm still an LVP stand, but I've never really been a Ken stand. Yeah, he seems more and more out of it with every passing year. Like, he's giving me like Sleepy Joe vibes, especially yes. this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I don't know what it is that they want to do to help. Like, I'm suspicious of that because I'm, I'm like, suspicious they either of want it. to give money. Or, like, have ownership in this property. Yeah. I think I'm suspicious of it, but I'm also, like, please listen to the... (laughs) (laughs) Why are you mortgaging your house? Why are you you putting up your mortgage for this restaurant, (laughs) this bar? Stop it. I pray that Sandoval knows what he's doing. Like my part of my mental health, like staying in and on a good status is like contingent on knowing that Sandoval is like being smart with his money. Like I, know. I it's one of the things like it's something I hold and cling to very dearly. And I don't, I don't care about Schwartz. Like he's, <laughs> I've released. I hope it's just for the show, you know, yeah. like it we're, seems we're, like it we're might doing be. a plot line, but like, I have to believe they have their money affairs in order. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, just given by like the fact that like they took their time even getting their furniture for the house, you know, like they didn't blow it all. Like, yeah, there's they seem the Tom and Ariana seems very smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm just like holding on to that hope. Schwartz, yeah, he has like really gnarly feet. I love Ken being like, "You're the owner of this restaurant, and you come in here wearing those slippers." And then, like, you get, like, a Schwartz so silly moment where he, like, pulls his disgusting feet out and everyone's like, you're such a sad sack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You never worry about him handling his body because, you know, that like, if they went broke, not Katie, but if they went broke, um, Sandoval would move Schwartz into the house. Oh, yeah. I think they would, he would have his back for life. Yeah. I don't even think... (laughs) 
like it would be years before they went broke because i'll bet sandoval would just like pay his bills for him absolutely that's brotherhood that's brotherhood yeah. when you've met on craigslist and have a beautiful <laughs> friendship <laughs> yeah um raquel and james go to the park to box with robbie mm-hmm. who seemed hot and i've wanted to take boxing to be honest i took a boxing class in la and it was at revel or whatever and it was not what i was looking for i was looking for a boxing class i was not looking for a circuit workout that involved boxing <laughs> That place is so confusing. I could not. <laughs> it's not boxing. You're just you're basically doing like brick and CrossFit, and then you've got some boxing. I'm like, I I just want to be boxing. Yeah, you've got to go to like I think you've got to go to like a boxing gym. There are mm-hmm. a, a few on Melrose that are just like straightforward boxing gyms that I think would be like what you seek. Rebel. Okay. Is- cool. No, I went in there. I was like a minute late to class and the lights were so dark and I didn't know where any of the numbers were on any station. And I just was like sitting at a station like I was so confused the whole time. And they were very unhelpful. That's the darkest thing about um, like these fitness classes, right? It's like they they love a low light in LA. And Mm -hmm. you, you, you get there like one minute after anytime you come into chaos but they're always sort of like just go on in oh yeah they love to usher you in and then not help especially in like a rebel and a berries situation yeah soul cycle the worst too because you're going in and then like i'm tall so it's like trying to adjust the seat too while like the class is starting and someone helping you it feels so stressed out Oh, it's the most stressful. Like, I wouldn't even go. It taught me a lesson about being late because, like, I would not be late to a spin class because you also have to, like, squeeze in between people that are already yes. like, on the beat or whatever. And it's just like, this is too shameful. I can't take it. I'm sweating right now even, like, thinking of being late to a spin class. <laughs> Wait, but you're, like, in beast mode these days. I see your workout videos on oh, Instagram. I started sharing them because um, I realized that, like, I, you know, I have a trainer, but I'm like, oh, he probably would appreciate if I shared a video so that, like, it would be promo for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I feel like I don't want to become one of those obnoxious people who share their workouts all the time. But when you do it sparingly, I feel like your followers appreciate it, you know? Because I can't imagine – I got so much response to it. and But I'm like, I can't imagine the people who, like, every day share their workout get yeah. any response anymore because i see someone who i see it every day and i'm like all right we get enough. it you're working out again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fitness is life no i appreciate as a follower of yours i appreciated seeing that and then it, i thought maybe i'll share a workout video eventually so you're inspiring okay, look at us. you're inspiring you. people left and right <laughs> yeah i mean I, I'll, I'll shout out to people like it took me like over two years for me to to get to the point where now I'm fine sharing it. So oh no, it's a long get your form dream. get your form in order. <laughs> <laughs> but also did you did a, it's a power move because it's not like you're just like doing a push up or like a pull up or a, a bench press. You're literally like doing a side plank move with a thing on your yeah, back. So like on your I back. knew yeah. what you were doing. I was like, He's not, <laughs> this ain't his first rodeo. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> That's all I wanted. 
No, it's a, I see you. I see it. I appreciate it. Um, Raquel is also a beast in the gym. She's like boxing up a storm. Yes. Even though we've established she probably should not be. She should absolutely not be. And then James (laughs) is not as great at, at boxing, which didn't surprise me because I was also thinking of when he talked about how he would get like bullied in the schoolyard as a kid. Mm-hmm. Remember when he said it's... someone broke his leg? Yes. He's so scrawny. He's very, I mean, reminds me of me. Like I didn't really get in the heights as a kid. Like I feel like a person like who has the like sort of excellent comebacks that he does, doesn't get into physical altercations that much. Like he's used to like, being loud and like shutting down someone by like immediately like um obliterating their feelings mm-hmm. which is what Raquel's afraid he's going to do to their child <laughs> in the future <laughs> I love she goes and she also said she took on a british accent a little bit in this conversation yes. I yeah she goes you have this bad habit of saying hurtful things and i'm afraid you're going to do that to our future child and i was like mm. wow that is like a huge worry and a legitimate concern yeah then we find out that james bumped raquel's nose so wait her nose job was botched but then he also bumped her nose yes there's okay. a lot going on with her she's like penelope pit stop <sighs> i'm okay so now she gets to see lisa's surgeon which i think is a, a move in the right direction yeah absolutely and James goes, Raquel, don't fuck up your nose. Just don't (laughs) fuck with it. And I was like, that's actually really good advice. Like, I know I feel like they're trying to give him like a villain edit in this moment. But I was like, someone needs to tell her to just like tread lightly Mm -hmm. and just like pump the brakes with a lot of different plastic surgery. Yeah, you just can't start that young. She needs to start. She's gorgeous. And it's like not like one of those. It's like she's so pretty. She's so young. Stop mm-hmm. it. Give it 10 years and then reevaluate. Like, you don't need mm-hmm. to do that much when you're that young. Yeah, absolutely. And James says, I'm still rock hard when I look at her. <laughs> like, thanks, James. King, I was like, wow. <laughs> My future husbands. I, we, I hope that all of our future husbands say that in reference mm-hmm. to us. Absolutely. Um, Lisa has Tom and Katie over for her pedicure setup. This is what I mean. Like, what is going on? I don't know. I was. Does just she like, work? It used to be about her working or doing like fake meetings and things, and now it's just like I'm doing getting pedicures with my like friends, my staff. It's so weird. It's really I weird. Like it. I also was like. It seemed weird for Lisa to show her feet, like her naked feet, mm-hmm. to her employees. Like, I was like, this is a security breach. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt, I just, I just wrote her old feet with a sad face. Like, it just was too much. I don't, I want to see like... Lisa, like, looking just like flawless and gorgeous. I don't I know. See, she like, is how the sausage is made. I need to see her, you know, like returning um, to lead the pack, you know, after she's been thrown <laughs> to the wolves, darling. This is not that, okay? This is not life being diamonds and rosé. I don't need to see your feet. 
No, not and certainly not hanging out with Tom and Katie. Who, Katie. Katie, I don't even think she got a pedicure. I think she just had to sit. She was just in there. The <laughs> Did you see Lisa's Halloween costume? No. What was oh, it? She put a video up on Instagram. She wore like a Dalmatian head, but it was like an animatronic head that moved when she spoke. It was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. She's so weird now. Is this just like, is she turning into like a kooky eccentric old lady now? Like, is this? I think she is. She's starting to dress like her restaurant's look. Mm -hmm. It is a little bit. And like, even the dogs are getting like kind of scragglier around her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not mad at that trajectory. I feel like we all get to that point someday, but it is hard to confront mm-hmm. icons aging. Yeah. She makes a big deal out of saying that they're going to change the cocktail menu at Tom Tom, but I've been to Tom Tom like legit five times since it's reopened. And I don't think the cocktail menu has changed whatsoever. Mm. No, absolutely not. I don't think any part of the menu changed because I like pretty much know that menu front to back, like could work <laughs> at Tom Tom at this point. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't recall what was new, but maybe that's just me. Yeah. I don't think they update anything at all. No. <laughs> she then, oh yeah. Offers to buy Schwartz out of his Tom Tom steak. And he says no. And then to like back it up like why he wouldn't want to be bought out he goes Bubba how much does Tom Tom mean to me and she goes so much <laughs> and I just love that that was like <laughs> summed it up his love for Tom Tom mm-hmm. yeah exactly Um, but yeah the buying out I'm like you know I don't know I, I yeah I'm still very suspicious of all of this yeah like I don't think Lisa would offer I don't, I always, I'm like, how much does she truly care about these people? Like either she, I guess it's, there's more like nuance or gray areas, but it's like, she definitely has used them and put that, like they've had to humiliate themselves. Well, I mean, he humiliated himself in this scene. No, I mean, he'll physical comedy during this physical comedy during the pedicure, (laughs) like the the whole apparatus falling on him. True, it has just become about like the dehumanization of Tom Schwartz. Like he'll never <laughs> he'll never come out on top like looking good. And that is just what it is. I think everyone's like really suffered at the hands of Vanderpump rules for I guess a decent reward if they're all getting paid, but I'm like, does Lisa care about their truly care about their well being in a very I think real she's way. had it out for him ever since he like had that panic attack and and like flipped out when he was supposed to be working <laughs> at um sir. At, um at pump in the garden at pump. At pump, that's right. Yes. Like just literally had a panic attack and left. Three like an hour into his shift. Yes. <laughs> I would love if all of this is like revenge like lisa's like long long it's a long revenge. game yeah where it's like yeah. it'll still take like three more seasons and then finally when he's in like financial ruin she'll do a long kind of villain monologue about 
that one day and how she's been waiting for this moment and like yeah yeah that would be incredible Mm -hmm. or she's just making him pay for it every single interaction they have which seems like that might be the case actually that's true lala invites ariana to help to to help her set up for girls night at rand's and (laughs) she tried she tried i'll at least say that but I don't get, is it because she like blames her and them for like Stassi and them being fired? Like, I just like, I don't get the like coming in hot this season too, just being like, I don't give a fuck about you. You don't give a fuck about me. Yeah. I think that there is like unspoken resentment or mm-hmm. resentment that's like coming out in other ways. It's also crazy to me that we have not seen an acknowledgement of the fact that all those people were fired. Like the They OG. reference them, but it's yeah, it's just one time to say like, oh, they all had babies too, as though they're still like on right. the show and in everyone's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's weird because I'm sort of like, would you want it to do in like a housewives way where they sometimes just sort of like don't acknowledge that housewife was ever on the show anymore? <laughs> unless it's like unless it's like a Beverly Hills where it's like you sort of have to mention Denise all the time this season because Lisa Renner was so unhinged. <laughs> yeah, or like even, you know, because Kim Richards has come and gone but still has gotten to be like friend of at times or like featured. Yeah. And These I people wonder, are gone. Like they're like Carlton, you know? Yeah. I wonder though, like part of me feels like Stassi could come back eventually. I think so as a friend of... Yeah, friend of, or like slowly. They love that arc with her over and over. Like it's proven really effective in the past. And I feel like she and everyone in her team is probably gearing up for like an unhinged comeback. Mm -hmm. Dodie is full Carlton vibes though. Absolutely. She's the one we do not speak of. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't want to speak of her when she was on the show, so... No, they were always trying to, like, dodge her. I feel like it was, like, how she hung on for as long as she did is actually miraculous, given, like, everything she's put everyone through on the show. hmm So, wait, Lala also... I think also what's crazy is, like, she went from being, like, so scrappy to now a, the kind of woman who, like, doesn't know how to put pico de gallo in a bowl without like a right. note from a she's not scrappy she's like yeah she's fully become like like a pampered housewife and it's like but you came from like the streets you as you act like <laughs> it you're always talking hood right you know <laughs> come on lauren <laughs> lauren from utah yeah like what the fuck i was like you don't need you don't need notes in a bowl to just like figure things out. Mm-hmm. At a whole, I can't go to the liquor store. I'm sober. I'm like, all right. You can absolutely like, is... go. You <laughs> like? Doesn't she ostensibly still work for Lisa? I don't know what she does now anymore. Oh yeah, I guess she just has her like give them la la brands. Yeah, but she also now has a baby brand. <laughs> And I thought that it was like baby product, like beauty products or whatever it is that you put on babies, like lotion or something, but it's full blown like baby clothes and like Mm. lifestyle. 
I she is one of the hardest for me because I like I truly started the show as a Lala stan. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was, I would like be like, you know what? Give them Lala. You know, I like loved it, and now I'm like, give it back. Yeah. <laughs> I want a refund. The, the Lala is not what I thought it would be. I want full retail value for Lala. Okay, like I don't want store credit. The moment that I saw all the witches of WeHo in the private jet, I was like, yes, the reign of Lala as we know it has come to an end. Mm-hmm. She gave it up. She did. Um, so did Randall rent out a hotel room to play this like poker night in? I kept wondering if they were like in the um, I kept wondering if they were like in the um, house almost. At first, just because it seemed like the women were outside. And then I was like, maybe I'm just not paying attention. But I guess it was a hotel or something. And also Jesse Metcalf was there. That was the that was the dark twist I really needed. Because I was like, <laughs> only in this universe would like Jesse Metcalf come on the show as himself and like play poker, but then also kind of not acknowledge anyone else in the room. Yes. Kristen, I loved to Sandoval was like, he probably doesn't recognize me, but me and Kristen gave him a ride home from a Coachella party years ago. And I was like, the amount of drugs and alcohol that were consumed for that to like be the end of the night ride home. Should you have been driving? (laughs) And I'm also like, how many Hollywood types? I mean, I guess that's like very generous to call Jesse Metcalf like a celeb, but... How in many a way, celebs? you know what? In a way, he is. <laughs> in a way, he's part of the history that created Vanderpump Rules. Because mm-hmm. he was on Desperate Housewives, which inspired Real Housewives of Orange County, which so then created true. Beverly Hills, which created Vanderpump Rules. So he's like their history. He is. He is like Adam. He's an ancestor. He's an eternal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this did have that feeling of them meeting their eternals in this yes. scene. But like I'll bet where there's one Jesse Metcalf who's like gotten a late night blackout ride home from Tom and Kristen, there are probably thousands of other celebrities that have rubbed shoulders with Vanderpump of Rules course. cast members or bit like found themselves at the end of the night with a cast member of Vanderpump Rules. Of and I would like like a book of short stories about that. Knowing Kristen, did she fuck Jesse Metcalf after this party? Maybe. <laughs> Without Tom knowing. If Drive was playing, I think we all know the answer is yes. <laughs> That's where her fetish from Drive came from. Mm-hmm. Driving <laughs> Jesse Metcalf. <laughs> Sheena tells us that Brock adopted a koala for her without even knowing that she had once adopted a penguin for Adam. Two things. I'd forgotten about that dark penguin moment. Two, you can't tell me that Brock didn't know she did that because Brock is probably, Brock is giving fan. Brock is giving, he's watched the series. He's had to have watched the whole series. Like there's... He watched the whole series and was like, this is what I'm getting into, but also prepping. Mm-hmm. And excited about it. Like, yeah, I believe also that Brittany 
Cartwright watched the whole series and knew everything there was to know about Jack's leading up. Oh, even absolutely. She would have said, yeah, like, I'm sorry, there's no version of your life dating someone that's on a reality show and not watching the entire thing. Is he the new Britney? He could be. I mean, he didn't move from Australia to L.A. to be with Sheena, but Mm -hmm. he kind of also you could argue that maybe that was all that's like a very parallel trajectory. Yeah. Britney with higher stakes. Britney with bigger, just like natural breasts. Yeah. Yeah. He was already naturally sort of just like where he is already. This like fitness guru. Mm hmm. But I'm excited to see where their relationship goes. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, they could really like come out on top of like the Vanderpump food chain if they play their cards right. That's true. Yeah. Sell your fitness book, Brock. Mm-hmm. Fitness books, like smoothie recipes. Yeah. This vlogging thing. She's really going for the goop market or whatever. <laughs> Have you watched her YouTube channel? No, I have not. I haven't checked in in a long time, but I did like, it was like nice to visit like over COVID. I think I would check in every once in a while and be like, okay, like the content, it's not as compelling as you would hope it would be, but I'm glad to see her like doing her thing. We support her. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Schwartz revealing that he is an online poker player made so much sense to me. Absolutely. It seems like that's where, it seems like he's probably lost money. It seems like he's probably like, like a, a heaven gambler. It's like his, that energy that he brings. And the, the tension exact... in his relationship with Katie, he adds an extra like layer to it. Yeah. Like I see him in pajama pants. Like he's been in his pajama pants all day and glasses, like hasn't changed into his contacts and just has been sitting in front of the computer, like online gambling. Mm-hmm. Doing it in bed next to them. Mm-hmm. That's and why like, they don't have sex. Yeah, because he's too caught up in the game and then, like, won't shower and stuff. And, like, maybe he does win a grand here and there. But I think it's, like, mostly just breaking even. Yep. If I were writing him as a TV character, like, giving him, having him play online gambling would definitely be, like, a trait you just come up with. And it would make so much sense. Yeah, I was, like, it really clicked for me in that moment. And, And I even, like, more so I'm, like, Katie, get out of this relationship, please. Randall also has a gambling issue. Like he lost $5,000 in this game. Yeah. Also to these kids, come on. Is that is that normal? I don't gamble ever, so I don't I don't gamble with that much money. Maybe it's normal if you make if you have a lot of money like he does. They've got PJs, so Yeah. 
But does he have like, a lot of money? What's the equivalent to all... us? That's fair. It's very scammy. It's very it's very Dorit and PK. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere falling in between Dorit and PK and Erica and Tom. And Tom, yeah. A lot of scams. Yeah. And I want to know. Mm-hmm. Maybe Lala's going to get a huge payout because maybe she knows all of Randall's secrets and now she can like use, like threaten to use them against him if he doesn't like. I love that. Honestly, for the long, I don't know if I still want that because she's annoys me, but I used to always want her to, I think I maybe said this on this show before. I've always sort of wanted her to like join Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. I would, I would, even though I don't like her, I would love for her to join Beverly Hills. Because I think she'd be a fun, like, younger class. She'd be sort of like a newer Brandy if she they went back to her old blood. ways. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, all those women are so old. No yeah, shade. They need, like, but, you know, um, like, not just old in age, but, like, old that they've been on the franchise for so long. Yeah. And, like, when I, like when Tinsley came on New York, it was, like, a breath of fresh air. Like, I think it's always fun to add, like, a couple young, like, newbies. Right. I guess Crystal, Crystal I guess, is young. Like younger than the other ones. But, but she's, she's also boring. She's yeah. boring and like has an old soul. She is. I realized she I, she. I think she's like my age. And I was like, wait, what? I just like assumed she, that she, she gives was, off 45. Yeah. I just assumed that she was far older because she was like so mature. And then I was like, oh, wow. Damn. You're like pretty young. She just likes being a mom and cooking home meals. I would go for, and I've said this before, like Lisa coming back and having Lala as like her mm. backup bitch so that like yeah. she at least has someone on her team. Yeah, that feels like, that feels like that would never happen in the way of like Phaedra coming back to Atlanta. It feels like you'd have to get rid of Kyle the same way you'd have to get rid of Candy. Like those two Queen Bees seem like they would pull like a fight behind the scenes and be like, it's me or them. Yeah, totally. I also forget that she, like, the other thing, I forget that she completely abandoned that reunion. Oh, I'll never forget. I, I, I will never forgive her for that. No, that was truly unforgivable. And it was like the nail, the final nail in the coffin for me. Because I was like, yeah. you're all Maloof talk. behavior. No, and you don't back it up at all. And like, mm-hmm. you are a coward for that. Yeah. Even, even though, even though, like, I, even though I love Denise Richards and, think also like she is a very bad liar um she at least <laughs> came to that reunion and fought for her life <laughs> that's what you sign up to she do she walked you're off on the, the show. show she walked off the show but she came and fought for her life uh, at the reunion so that's the job description yeah yeah i think that lisa should have been penalized for that somehow Absolutely. Like, especially with her, like, Vanderpump rules, would have been like, well, then you're not the, we're filming the season without you. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, well, we need to retool some things. Maybe we'll, mm-hmm. maybe we'll table the season for a little while <laughs> while we think about what we're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, Lala and Katie bring up Brock at Lala's Again. girls' night. Again. And... Katie says, she goes, I'm not into painting red flags with glitter and calling them something else. And then I was like, yeah, you're just into ignoring them entirely. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know there's red flags in the room. No. Let alone being able to paint them. When it comes to red flags. (laughs) 
You've built your entire existence in partnership with a walking, talking red flag of a man. And we bring this up again, and then it's like, it's like, what are you looking for, Lala? Because yeah, then you're getting in fights with it with Sandoval. It's like, what are you doing? Well, I guess the guy's caught. And then it's like, what yeah, are you doing are you... here? It makes no sense. First, she boils everyone in Randall's hot tub, and then, like, she <laughs> 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 come for Sheena again. And yes. they literally she... come for Sheena, take a break in the hot tub, and then come back. And it's like, you know what? I'm not done with this. <laughs> yeah. And, like, back the fuck off. Like, Sheena made a really good point where she was like, you didn't have any of these questions two years ago or a year ago when Brock and I started dating and like, what's up with that? Like you knew that he had two kids and then Lala throws it back in her face and goes, I thought, fine. Someone finally knows what it's going to be like to step up as a fucking stepmother. And I was like, real, like you were, have you really had like a chip on your shoulder about being a stepmother this whole time? It seems like have a we weird seen pivot. you with any of these children? Okay. Okay. Yeah, actually never on the show has she really been around uh-huh. Randall's kids. I think Randall's mom is like fine parenting with those checks from season one of you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you now for the first time. Which oh, are you? I, what season yeah, are you at? I'm midway through season two, so I saw your cameo. <laughs> iconic. <laughs> and then... Uh. So, but that's for like vanity for Amber. vanity reasons for vanity what? reasons when people for vanity reasons when people reshare <laughs> that now I don't share it anymore because I'm like baby that's pre trainer videos okay <laughs> <laughs> I filmed that I filmed that over three years ago okay that's a wrap <laughs> it's vintage <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I always am in shock at the amber of it all and like the synergy yeah and i'm just like get it i love that that is randall's baby mama his first baby Mm -hmm. mama bring her on the show bring her on the show i'm like bring brock's fucking whole family and her new husband actually if they were giving i mean that's sometimes where you miss Kristen's energy right like if lala's really been if lala really started to piss me off with this brock stuff wouldn't you find like amber and bring her to a party (laughs) yes or like isn't Kristen like good friends with Sheena? Like I feel like Kristen would FaceTime like uh-huh. Brock's baby mama number one and have like a full blown like FaceTime intervention where everyone explains everything. Yeah. She's willing to pay good money to like fly people here and there. Flew that girl over Miami. And <laughs> we do need that. Still energy. iconic. Still yeah. iconic. The only people like shelling out like that now are Sandoval for james and raquel's like engagement party but it doesn't hit the same yeah i think i still have questions about i know i wasn't here for that episode but i'm like how much did bravo pay for and also why are you paying for half of james's engagement a lot of it was very weird that was weird i just thought this is again where i went bad decisions all around yeah full delusion where i was like god he must just be great with his money and just have so much extra to just share and spread (laughs) around with his friends like those was that a residual check okay like if i I, when i get a residual check i'm like okay you know what cool here's some money that i'm gonna blow yeah but it's extra money 12k on an engagement party that's not like 
that just seems like not like blowing money on different if it's like a Birkin or something like that. Mm-hmm. A Birkin is forever. Yeah. Raquel and James TBD. So Lisa hosts a cocktail tasting event at her house for all of these staff and Ken. There are so many events <laughs> happening in this episode. So many. <laughs> they keep going from place gatherings. to place talking. They keep going from place to place talking about Brock. <laughs> they can't get enough of him. And Ken. So the Toms bring over like huge Amazon boxes full of like cocktail mm-hmm. ingredients and. I was just living for Ken, like sundowning into the kitchen, sniffing a jar of liquid, and he goes <laughs> and like puts it down, and then shuffles over to like the fireplace. And Brock arrives, and he says, "This is what you call a villa," in regards to Villa Rosa. Uh huh. Love like, that. For all him. right, sir. <laughs> 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 He's like an open book and announces in front of everyone that he wants to talk to Lisa, which Mm -hmm. I thought was a power move. And then that's when he admits that he slapped his partner when they were 19. Yes. (laughs) Which I was like, wow. Transparent King. So it seems like, okay, so this cleared up a lot of like timeline stuff because he was like, we got in this fight. Then two years later... Like we were had moved to France and we're going to have another baby. Then I got in a fight with her dad. And that's when they, I guess as a family, put a restraining order on him. Mm-hmm. Then he left Australia. But then things got kind of muddled because he was like, I feel like I don't deserve to see my kids. So that's why I haven't seen them. Like that's where mm-hmm. then kind of everything fell off. A lot of self-doubt. <laughs> it's giving very it's giving very Gigi and Zayn and Yolanda Hadid. My favorite drama of Q4, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Zayn versus Yolanda. <laughs> so far it seems like Yolanda's winning. So, oh, absolutely. Yolanda usually wins. You can't you can't fuck with Yolanda. Like, you're fighting an uphill battle if you think you're going to best Yolanda Hadid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not happening. Okay, she, like... That, Lisa... Vanderpump tried to take her down, and it didn't work. So, what do you think Zayn's gonna do? Yeah, no. there He doesn't stand a chance versus Yolanda. Versus Yoli. Lisa, I love, she pivots the whole conversation where Brock's crying and she goes, but answer the most important question of all. How much do you love our girl? And then he was (laughs) (laughs) which I was like, is that the most important question of all of the questions? I don't think so, Lisa. Lisa. Very like sex in the city acting. But do you love her? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about abuse. (laughs) How much do you love our girl? And he's like, I love her. She makes me such a better person. Like she, she like makes my life so good. And she's, but that's not her job now, is it? And I was like, well, what is it? What do you want him to say, Lisa? She wants him to cry because then she goes, real men cry. And then that's just the end of the scene. Yeah, it's very weird. 
I was like, I don't know what anyone wants in this scene from Brock. I don't think Lisa and Brock have met or spoken before this moment, albeit maybe like one brief time where Sheena introduced them, like they had kind of mentioned that, but I don't think they even have the kind of relationship where it's like, this is a conversation that would organically happen between them. Mm-hmm. I want to start saying real men cry to just like random men. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's very, it's very like mid um, 90s. Mm-hmm. Real men cry. Real men cry. Then everyone sits down for dinner and Lisa and Lala, they are like a tag team at this point. Lisa taps she taps out and she taps Lala into the ring and goes, Lala, you're so quiet. And Lala goes, I know. (laughs) And that's when she comes right. See, that's why she's (laughs) still, that's why she and Kyle used to be a match made in heaven. Such Kyle behavior, right? Totally. Lala, you're so quiet. It is like, she's really good at like keying up someone else to like take the reins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Lala just like goes off on Brock again she says, I'm extremely hurt by you and I think you're dangerous as fuck. And I was like, in this moment? Like, <laughs> not as threatened. Sandoval's also on one. He is on one. And listen, I love, uh, I was looking at Queens of Bravo, uh, one of my favorite uh, accounts, and they had had a post they were like, oh, Ariana's like, I roll while drinking was like, uh, all like you know when Sandoval's all went again, and Ariana was like, "No, this was about Lauren um, going in." I'm with him, like if he's loud or whispering, and I'm like, "Yeah, stand by your man, girl." Uh, and I am on his side in this argument, but I'm also like, he is on one. He goes too like, hard. He is, he is shifting into he's shifting into what uh, Katie is for me. And I've said this before on the show, and I think Ray Sani has said it before. Like, Katie is the epitome of a character who, like, is usually right but argues incorrectly. And Tom Sandoval has shifted into that now. He is usually right Mm -hmm. in these arguments, but he goes so over the top in the arguing and, like, the yelling and, like, needing to, like, needle his point in that I'm just like, shut up! (laughs) <laughs> no you can't curse at lisa vanderpump like even i gasped at that moment when he's like let me have a fucking second and then she's like don't talk to me like that please apologize and i was like stando like you've got to stand down and everyone was scared in that moment even ariana was like you've gone too far she's gonna give you money sando yeah like you cannot bite the hand that the literal hand that feeds you you've got to pump the brake, sir and that's when but he does. He's like really um he has like good insight into the inner workings of like a Lala or a Stasi where he's like she's Ugh. the aggressor in these he situations. Gets it. Then immediately becomes like a victim and it's just like you can't throw stones if you also live in a glass house. Like he's tra- brings up a really salient point or tries yeah. to at least before she shuts him down. She she's so angry in that way because it's sort of like he's like a gaslit woman in like a movie. 
Sandoval is. You know, like the <laughs> movies where like, oh my god, like I'm like making them seem like he's crazy, but like every time you bring it up, like you're 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 gonna be wrong because like you need to figure out that this person is gaslighting you and making everyone else believe that you're crazy. So you can't just say they're crazy. He has insight into how these people argue all the time like he gets insight into how katie sort of does things like he has very good insight into how lisa and how like lala do things but the way he says it is never going to be the way to get people on your side like you actually like for a show like this too you have to do that almost teeing and setting people up maneuver to get people to believe what you're saying yeah and he comes in way too hot and then it's alienating mm-hmm and that's when, and even like Lala, I mean, she does my least favorite thing on a reality show where it's like, just shuts down any sort of counter argument and then is like, no. well, I'm going to call it a night and then leave. I'm leaving. Then, yeah. Like that's she's like, annoying. I can't be friends with any of these people. It's like, well, why are you on the show, girl? Yeah. Bow out. Save yourself. <laughs> like save what little dignity you have left and just like call it. Yeah. But now I feel like she's going to need the show more if she's not. Oh, with absolutely. Randall. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Okay. They're, as we said, they're not taking any Lala. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's given it, but they don't want it. We are returning it or we are putting it on layaway until next season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm intrigued to see where her trajectory on the show goes in the post Randall world. Yeah. Same. But I also enjoy him on the show in a lot of ways. So mm. I'm, I'll if be we sad get that, to see him go. If we get that Caesar. Yeah. Are the ratings good? I never know what they are. They're not. They're oh, not. Oh, really? Yes. The tables have turned. I know. Sad. Jax is probably celebrating somewhere as we speak. Yeah. <sighs> well, in the words of Sheena Shea. But also there's rumors that they're trying to develop something at Peacock for them. So I know, but then I think those were proven to be just like a completely false. Mm, he probably put them he probably sent that to Dumois himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I love I mean, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. I was like, oh my God, this is really happening. But I yeah. when I when I read something that was like, okay, those were false, I realized like they had to have been false because in the like blind item it said like piggybacking off of the success of Jackson Britney take Kentucky and that, that show was not a success. success like, no one liked that show. No one watched that show. It was like categorically bad. Yeah. So good luck to them and all their endeavors. Hope that they make a beer cheese eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Mima's. Mima's beer cheese. Justice for Mama and her beer cheese recipe. Um, yeah. Ira, thank you so much for being on the pod. It was a thank delight you for having to have me. You yeah. Tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, find me on my podcast, Keep It, and on Instagram at Ira the Third. <laughs> amazing mate guys uh, that's all for this week but carrie and i will be back recapping the final episode of the beverly hills reunion on friday Mm -hmm. and until then love and light next time i'm back on 
I want to be back. I want I want you and Carrie. I want I want a little yes. trio. We're going to start having guests every once in a while to rotate in on the shows that we like both watch. So mm-hmm. okay, consider great. it I done. love it. Yeah, because yes. he hasn't watched the season of VPR and who can fault him for that, honestly? But <laughs> No one can. No, no <laughs> one mean, else is watching either. It's just I know. Uh... I'm truly, <laughs> if I had not started out my podcasting career talking about Vanderpump Rules, I would not be committed to the bitter end, but I just like am called to see this through. More people are listening to this podcast that are watching the season. That's so. true. People now You're would keeping rather them just informed. listen. Yeah, this I'm is here actual journalism now. It is journalism. Always has yeah. been. <laughs> yes, hard hitting. Okay? You're Brenda Starr. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, uh, Alright. Bye. Bye. Nobody got me